have a rant as much as I kind of have a question. Parents of the millennial, why y'all take y'all kids Christmas shopping with y'all? Like, when I was a kid, the fun part of Christmas stemmed from not knowing what was in the boxes that appeared under the tree on Christmas Eve. We got to shake the box and play the guessing game, even made a tiny incision like we was fucking doctors to try to see what was under the wrapping paper. And if you get a B and if, you know, little ass woman ain't never hurt nobody. We was willing to take a risk because it was fun. Y'all be walking around Walmart with y'all kids, letting them pick out things. Why? What happened to your childhood that you want to take the fun out of Christmas? Who burnt your, your Santa cookies? Who stole your bike on Christmas morning? Y'all know I'm always telling y'all to unpack some shit. You might need to go see somebody to unpack that. Because unless you got teenagers, you should be hiding things and hide, and <clears throat> unless you got teenagers, you should be hiding things in hard to reach places until you ready to start gift wrapping. My mom's nickname for me at Christmas time is Scrooge. And even I wouldn't take my damn kids to Christmas shop with me. And y'all let them pick out gifts and still wrap them and put them under the tree. <laughs> that shit take me out every time. Because y'all will be on there trying to post a cute little video of little Rob unwrapping his gifts. And he naming everything as he pick it up before he even unwrap the shit. Oh, this is my Xbox right here. Watch. As he ripping the paper off the shit. It is, it's just, it, it really, it's fake. It doesn't feel exciting at all. Now pass me the small box behind the tree. Then my games and my controllers. That shit is pointless. Like, you shouldn't, like, what's the point of that? So to all the parents making extra trips across town to hide things at your mom's, cousin's, friend's house, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Mommy and Daddy Santas. We need more like you. And congratulations. Your kids are more likely to love you longer and not put you in a home as soon as you're of age. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Rants Do. It's your main whole Kush lipstick. I only smoke girl blood. And it's your side bitch, Lena Badass, and we are the Rants Do. Thank y'all for coming back to listen to us again. Again. <laughs> I'm about to ask y'all what the fuck wrong with y'all. Y'all <laughs> Y'all all right? You okay? <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> we recording a little bit later than usual, so I'm kind of sleepy. It's past my bedtime. I'm definitely sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was fake doing overtime today. It's so sad that I caught myself was doing overtime, but I was working two miles per hour all day. Two MPHs. Two MPHs. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to be ashamed to sit on those people clock extra time when I didn't even do the work that I would regularly regularly do in an eight hour day it with the overtime because I was working so slow today. I just realized I said past my bedtime bitches is it's seven eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> it is seven eighteen. I ain't gonna even lie to y'all. I be coming home <laughs> dying like an old person <laughs> and then waking up at two AM Thinking it's time to go to work. I, work is ruining my life, dog. I'm not ashamed. At least you wake up at Ooh. 2 a.m. I sleep straight through to the morning. Sometimes I, <laughs> I've been doing that lately, and I'm just like, what is wrong with me? Jeez. We'll get to that later because that's definitely a coping mechanism for me. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just tell y'all about my um my work experience this week. Okay. So, um, we have this big raffle every, every year for Christmas. 
This year they did it the quote unquote fair way. They used to do it where we all put our names in this or our numbers, tickets in this little box, and then they go into a secret office and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then they draw the names out. And then like the next day they send out a black email blast with the, the name next to what prize you won. And we have like great prizes too. Like we have a bunch of flat screen TVs and like sizes from 75 inch down to like 40 inch. We had like some laptops this year, a desktop, some GoPro cams, um, just like tablets, shit like that. Like it was some really fancy shit, you guys. Y'all gifts was so nice. <laughs> we had a bike and some crop pots. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like a set of crock pots? No, one crock pot. <laughs> It was just several of them that they kept <laughs> raffling off. Like, what a crop pots are like 1999. I was just about now. to say, I thought it was like a nice little set. No, big crock pot, medium crock pot. Everybody got a crock pot. All the raffle winners got a motherfucking crock pot, okay? I bet. And then the grand prize was a bike. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> I got a bike in this oh, house right oh, now. Oh, right. Who I think y'all raffling at the old folks home? <laughs> Get this shit out of here. Okay, I was talking shit about our raffle, but okay, the only reason that I was talking shit about ours is because they used to do it in the secret office, and I felt like they used to just give the stuff to who they liked. Uh, of because course, you know, little conspiracy theory <laughs> We didn't think see you pull the name from the hat. They probably so changed it because of you. So how do we know, my brother, that you are not doing a, like, that shit didn't seem fair to me. We didn't, we didn't know if this shit was fair. So this year... They had all of us to put our names on a ticket and they put the ticket bucket downstairs and you go down there and you put your name in the bucket and then at the raffle, they shake it up and they let the new boss who I don't like. That's why I lost. This this is why the story goes in the direction that it goes because his hand was in the pot. So he was pulling the names out and for the first, I want to say 30 minutes, I got nothing. TV's gone. GoPro cams gone. Laptops gone. I'm just like, damn, all of the shit that I wanted. They even had a humidifier, my nigga. <laughs> the one that sit on the floor with the big oval thing. That is so lit. It was lit. like three hundred dollars. What we need? My in this nigga, house. <laughs> it was huge. I was like, look at the three hundred dollars. I knew how much it cost. I was like, I need that. We can if humidify this whole hole in here, <laughs> nigga. If I can't win nothing else, let me get that humidifier. I didn't even win that. Finally, they called my name, and it's for a basket. So, when I made my Facebook post, people are like, oh, it might be a dope basket. It might be a great basket. You don't know. And I'm like, look. But you didn't know. You didn't know. I work know. at this job. This is I, I know these people. I know what I'm up against. I know that this is going to be a cheap-ass basket. Nobody want to believe it's going to be a little cheap-ass basket. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. So, today they call us down to get the baskets. They gave me a choice between three. One of them was humongous and it had cookies and citrus lotions. And I'm like, I don't even like no damn citrus. And I don't even know what kind of cookies them is for all I know. They just stay horrible. I'm not taking that big ass basket because that's going to be a bunch of shit that I just end up having to throw away. No, the basket I picked had some shea butter shit in it. I don't even know what it is. It smelled decent enough. And it said shea butter and shea butter is my shit. Shea butter girl. (laughs) So, I get the basket and I um I go to Google. 
and I Google these problems. Why would you do that, though? <laughs> you are so petty. First of all, I wanted to know what I was about to put upon my body you, if you I decided to do that. Also, never. I also wanted to know how much this motherfucking basket cost. I know you did. I know that's why you Googled it. How much was this basket? Because you know what? It's heavy. The basket is very heavy, and the things in it are very big. Like, it's a, a whole industrial size lotion <laughs> and an industrial size milk soap. And it's like 10 bars of soap. Then it's a lip balm. And then it's like, it's like a bunch of shit up in there. It's a loofah. Like, it's, it's some shit up in there now. And it smells decent enough. So I'm like, okay, this is, I've never heard of this company, but we're going to find out. So I Googled it. And I see all of these baskets, same kind, ranging from $65 to $80. And I am offended because a bitch could just use the $65 to $80. You know, that could have been the lunch money or the gas money up until payday. Like, I could have just, they could have just gave me the money. They wasted this money on this basket of shit that I'm probably never going to use. So you too good for the shape of the soaps and lotions? <sighs> Be ashing in, bitch, since that's how you want to act. I am just beside myself, <laughs> this raggedy-ass basket. Let me tell you how bad my mama don't like baskets. When stuff come up, like Valentine's Day, and they be selling baskets on the side of Mother's Day, and they be selling baskets on the side of the road, walk in my mama's house with a motherfucking basket. That's what you do. Walk in Joy House with a raggedy-ass basket off the side of the road. I felt like these bitches just tried me with a basket off the side of the road. And then they're going to say... Oh, this would have been the gift card section, but be, due to the, the company policy, we are no longer allowed to give out gift cards. This is a new-ass company policy because we literally just got gift cards like three months ago. I just hate how they just keep setting shit in place to accommodate them. They I ain't told like you nothing. <laughs> they ain't tell me nothing. They ain't put out no memo. Just at the meeting, gonna just at the, the fucking raffle, just gonna pop up and say, well, you know, we ain't giving out no gift cards. Y'all hoes take these baskets, though. And I ain't like that. I'm fucking pissed. And yes, I'm pissed about a free basket. I am. I am. You an ungrateful ass she ass bitch. I am. You know that. Oh, I got some shea moisture to keep me. <laughs> <laughs> I got some shea butter to keep me moisturized. How was your week? Man, shit. Let me tell you. Two year olds. Are assholes. They the worst little things to walk this earth. I shot some two year olds. You shot them? <laughs> I should have <laughs> shot their little ass. Oh, Lord. That's a joke, okay? Don't go <laughs> pulling my old tweets and no shit, putting out no headlines that I'm trying to shoot two year olds. I took pictures of their little ass. And every single two year old that I did gave me a problem. I'm talking, one of them wouldn't talk to me. She wouldn't smile. She wouldn't even blink. She just sat there with a blank stare face. I'm going to, I'm going to post this on the Rants Do Instagram. Was she me? Yeah, she was. <laughs> Sounds like it was me. She wouldn't talk. I said hi. Usually, do you want some candy breaks the ice? That did not work. When I said she did not talk to me, she didn't even blink. She just sat there. Don't nobody want your candy, Miss Raper Lady. She did. She did. <laughs> she treated me like I was a Raper Lady. Like she don't talk to strangers. I'm gonna post her picture on the Rents Do IG page so that y'all can see how I was mistreated 
this past weekend. The other one crossed her arms and turned her back to me and told me that she didn't want me taking her picture. You're not worthy. So I just took a picture of her back because your mama done paid for these pictures and I'm not giving her no refund. Well, she leaves the pack, so her back's to them. You can take a so, picture of her back. I took a picture of her back and then I chased her around the room and I took a picture of her looking pissed off with her arms folded. And what these kids had in common is they were two year olds. Why, why are you like, you only been on this earth two years. How do you know to be an asshole already? Those are the, the asshole years of life. What do you mean? That's when you learn it. You learn assholeism at two. It's terrible because it's nothing you can do. You just have to let them be little assholes. Absolutely. Because what can you do? Oh, parents. Parents of two-year-olds, we should check on you guys more often. <laughs> y'all go ahead on and write it to the rents do at gmail.com and let me know how y'all doing because it, it just wasn't fair the way that I was treated. And the rest, I don't even know what the fuck I did. Um, what did I do? What did I do? We went to the Reed. Oh, yeah, we did. We went to the Reed's live show to go and, um, for CI Future. <laughs> <laughs> Just looked upon. You know, looked upon how we're going to be selling our live shows and then bitches going to want to be on our train and we're going to tell y'all to go to hell. Well, I don't know. Because Erica done got soft these days. I be shutting down y'all topic ideas. <laughs> I be ignoring y'all emails. I be arguing with y'all. Erica got soft, but that's okay because she got me to balance it out. So when when bitches who wasn't on this train come and try to get on this train after we popping, I'm going to tell them to go to hell and I ain't going to think twice about it. So I'm just letting you know how it's going to be. Go talk to Erica. Don't, go t- don't come talk to me because the answer is fucking no. It's, I, have not, I have not gotten soft. You, you, you don't got soft. I have just become less tolerant. I can't I can't go back and forth with these niggas. Just I cannot. But yeah, the show was it was nice. That's all we got. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> That's all you had for your week this week. You probably don't remember what you'll never remember what you did. And Do you remember what write, you did? I this forgot week? to write it down. <laughs> I said I was gonna write it down and I still oh. Oh my God, we gonna go. We could get to uh, a few. You know, Boozhoo. You know, Boozhoo free. Yeah, I knew Boozhoo was free, girl. Let me tell you why I'm pissed off. Boozhoo is in that goddamn studio with Khaled. That just seems annoying. I don't <laughs> want him there. <laughs> you just think it's annoying because you don't like reggae. Not only that, Khaled. <laughs> you, you love Khaled. Khaled is worse than Drake. Khaled take on a new identity every other week. And I, I'm so, I'm Lion. dying. Exactly. I'm dying <laughs> to know what is he about to do on this track. He about to aggravate me. Matter of fact, that might as well add Drake to the mix. Add Drake and go ahead on to be super annoying. Make it real fun since this is what y'all doing. Oh my God, that would be so dope. Drake no, it wouldn't. <laughs> he already think he Jamaican, girl. I know that's what he think and it's not true. It's not true. That's not what you are. I know that's what you was this time around. No. <laughs> it's a no. I know that's what you think this time around. Last time you was something else. This time you Jamaican. Yeah. Champagne poppy. That's who he is now. <laughs> <laughs> you so aggravated. <laughs> you so aggravated. I, I know that you know how I'm annoyed in real life. Oh, and you God. just gonna keep going. And I know that Khaled just gonna make it worse because I don't know what he think he is. What he think he is. 
He's a little bit of everything. Khaled is universal. It's like a a remote for everything. <laughs> he a remote, all right. He a remote, all right. It's for everything. He works for all of your shit. He can open your blinds, turn on your TV, work the DVR, the stereo, cut off the lights. He's he's everything. He's the universe. Khaled's selling his house for seven point nine million. And you get the shoes included. His shoe collection, you get the shoes included. So, what you know. I, what the I fuck mean, is I guess... supposed to do? <laughs> what the fuck is you that You got to put them shits on the market. I'm pretty sure you I get mean, a pretty thing for me. But if I can afford to buy his house, I, I probably don't need, don't need to put the shoes on the market. Like, the <laughs> fuck? What am I going to do with this? Peasant nigger, get these shoes out of here. What is Khaled? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all give me two seconds. Let me figure out what Khaled is. I don't wanna I don't wanna give him the wrong, you know, and, and then people get all that <laughs> I just don't wanna do it. I don't wanna call out the wrong shit. Well shit, he he's something every other he Palestinian and Arab Palestinian Arab. Okay, see I was gonna say Arab. Okay. So that's what he is. What he think he is, I don't <laughs> It's, that's that's two different things. Oh boy. I guess we can move into Cardi and Offset. We were very close to never talking about Cardi on this show ever again. <laughs> and it's just so funny how the tables have turned and we're going to get into how, how tables those tables have turned, have turned in a second. Cause it's a sad, it's a sad day. Is it a sad day? It is a sad day because the tables have turned. The turntables have turned. And I have to read somebody who I almost consider a fave. I'm even (sighs) retiring her from the beginning of this podcast because of her recent behavior. But we'll start with Cardi. This past week, Cardi was headlining Rolling Loud. Cardi was doing what she was supposed to be doing, and that's working. Securing the bag. Securing the bag. She was on the stage where she belonged. And then, her husband, she's not even friend of him as her husband, her child's father, Bombarded the stage mm. with some flowers and told her, I love you, bro. 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 Bro, I love you. I love you, bro. <laughs> you know, just so romantic to so many of y'all. Y'all want a nigga like this. You want your nigga crazy like this. And we'll get into the problem with that in just a second. Cardi did not look the least bit amused. She didn't. Mm. Bitch, she like she was clenching her teeth and saying, "Nigga, if you don't get the fuck, I don't know if fuck. a lot of people are saying that this is just for public. I don't know, you know, I don't know if it is for publicity. They planned it off. Well, Cardi's planned it off pretty well. She just did not look happy at all. At all. It's it's like night and day from when he proposed to her on, on the stage to him being on stage with her this past weekend. It was too." Totally different things. And so many of y'all don't understand why this was disrespectful. 
why this is disrespectful. Mm. Y'all, oh, he trying because he he embarrassed her publicly, so he giving her the apology. That's, listen, understand that when somebody has decided that they don't want to deal with you, that doesn't mean that you keep pursuing them. Give this girl some space. That shit is so fucking annoying. Like, Give her some space, or at the very least, stop publicly embarrassing her. You're not going to stop doing that. Have you even reached out to her and tried to have a... She probably doesn't want to talk to you. So at this moment, stop reaching out to her. Give us... I know that y'all think that no means yes. We live in in this time where y'all think that no means yes. You think that people always giggling and laughing and somebody playing hard to get. But when I say no, when I say don't call me, when I say don't come to my house, don't show up to my job, that means leave me alone. That doesn't mean pursue harder. That doesn't mean... It doesn't mean any of those things. I would like to know, had Cardi been the cheater and she pulled this whole going and bombard in the Migos set during Rolling Loud. Nobody would think it was cute. She'd be I, a desperate I bitch. So. I, I did not think anybody would find that shit to be cute. They probably would have made up a song on the spot about that bitch. Like that, that shit wouldn't have went well. Nobody would be cute. It would, it y'all wouldn't give a fuck. We was on the timeline. Hey, hey, set. I know that you found Cardi about to um get two niggas to run a train on her, but take her back, man. It's the chemistry, man. I, I don't see you without her. Even though she wanted, she wanted to have a threesome with two niggas, and mm-hmm. you caught her setting it up, man. She was gonna get right back. Just take her. Like that shit sounds crazy. Mm. When niggas be on the timeline, I'll say, just take your wife back, man. That's your wife. You niggas wouldn't be on Y'all the timeline like that. And it's not okay for you for you to be telling somebody to take somebody back who have hurt them or emotionally abused them pretty much. And y'all on the timeline talk about, take. that's not okay. That's not okay. I can. This is her, her husband, her child's father. I can understand that it was difficult for her to even get to this space. But we don't even know what 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 straw that. That's what I said. Say. I don't know, and I don't you, care. He could have been the abuser. Like I'm saying, they they let him up on the stage. Well, he could have been abusing her. Like we don't know. That's why, why I said my whole team. With him. My whole team would have been fired. fired. You can't even Every see her publicist leading him to the what the what are you doing? Exactly, bitch. You the first one that's fired. Why are you bringing him out here? All this bullshit, bringing it out on my fucking set. Like, this is this is what's stopping the bag. Like, when I said that, I didn't mean, like, he was literally stopping. Like, bro, you don't know how this could have fucked up my money. You coming out here doing that. Then Roller Loud came out and said they had absolutely nothing to do with that. This is what and I'm saying. And they didn't know what was going on. You fucking up my money. What if these people don't want to invite me back no more? Like, what if this was just terrible to them? She did not look the least bit. She didn't look like a little... It wasn't a little coy smile. It wasn't a little embarrassment. She, she looked pissed. pissed. Yeah, she looked pissed. And she like she was saying stuff to him. Like, I don't know, like, fuck you. Get out of here. Go on about your business, dog. I don't got nothing. Ugh. She didn't look happy at all. And I can remember being in a in a in a relationship where somebody was doing shit to me over and over. Oh yeah, me too. Same. But I would black out and act crazy the whole time. But when I decided I was done. I was just how Cardi was in that video. I was so calm and so it was no argument. It was no crying. It was no fighting. It was no nothing. It was you know what? I'm done. And that's it's the last it. stage of grief. Me. 
and I, I just I felt so at peace. And that's how she sings. She's the most level-headed and logical and at peace that I have sang through the through whole this whole career. career. It's very true. I just I I just imagine her storming his stage. I Cardi's, this shit wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been the same. Cardi's whole life changed very quickly. Like she went from one thing to something else almost overnight. And I can honestly say I have never looked at I mean, I know that you can't tell. I know that pictures could be deceiving, but I have never looked and said Cardi looks happy. She she just doesn't. She she doesn't and she said over and over again, people accuse her of being ungrateful that this whole thing she isn't happy and she was happier before it all. I, I, I can't understand why. I can absolutely understand why. So for people to go on and on, oh, she just, and oh, she knew that he was cheating. My thing is, yeah, that, that absolutely is the thing. She knew that he was cheating, but we don't know what they, we don't know yeah, what their arrangement may, it might was. It might cheating that made her leave. It if I tell you this, 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 but do not do that. Whatever you do, don't do that. And then you go and do that. So you and my little like, well, damn, she let him do all of, okay, but you know, this is our arrangement. This, that, yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have to explain. It don't have to don't make have sense to, to, you. to you. It doesn't have to make sense to you. But he might have did that. And I asked him not to do specifically that. So for her to set a boundary and for him to walk all over it, that's not, that's not okay. I've been in a situation like that where I even have, where I was grateful, you know, and I got friends that's going to call me and be like, oh, so-and-so over here with so-and-so. But in my head, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? I know it's not what you think. This thing that we have between us is not how you think it is. Right. Y'all might have think that this is just a monogamous thing. They call me, oh, I see so-and-so. He would, nine times out of ten, he done called me and told me that this what he and this who he going with. Yeah, I'm, I'm already up on that. I'm already that he, up on that. that. And it wasn't something that person. I explained to everybody because everybody wasn't going to get it. And really, it wasn't everybody fucking it wasn't. business. I don't have to explain that. I'm, I'm cool with it. You don't have to be. But if, if if I'm cool with that, that don't necessarily mean I have to be cool with this. That's absolutely. I get it. <laughs> so, like, for people to say, oh, he was cheating, so why is she... The way that she reacted, he did something. Yeah, he did. I feel like he did more. He did I, I something. I feel like it was just cheating. To where she was like, you just... I can't even deal. I can't even deal. Now, the fact that Cardi has $50 million on the line with this whole thing is a lot. I don't know how true it is, but a lot of Cardi's money did come after that, after they were already married. So, she got money on the line. It's almost a situation where it's cheaper to keep him. And even if the money wasn't on the line, all of us probably done took somebody back that we had no business taking back. But y'all leave this fucking girl alone. Y'all going online, talk about take set back, y'all belong together, and y'all... He could be beating her ass for all we know. They don't care. They think they found their Cinderella. This is their ghetto love story. I just I just think it's so crazy for people to be talking about take him back and don't fucking tell me what to do when it comes to me being happy. Or, or, like, what are you doing? Black women aren't allowed to have boundaries. Well, women of color, period. We're not allowed to have boundaries. We're not allowed to say, okay, enough is enough. We're not allowed to, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we can't say, okay, no, this is why I draw the line. We are not allowed to draw the line. Every time we do it, oh, you gonna leave him just for cheese? Yeah, bitch. Yeah. I am. Uh, what I'm you gonna mean? leave but, him for that. 
What am I decide to leave him for my motherfucking business? Don't be over here telling me, yo, you take him back and take your and life too short. And life too short for me to be fucking with a nigga that act like he don't, he can't respect my boundaries. That act like I gotta do all of this for him to understand. He is he is the epitome of the fucking songs that we just went over last week. Absolutely. When I had you to myself, <laughs> I didn't, didn't want, want you around. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Them pretty faces. They was they yeah. Standing they was out in the crowd. they was standing out. He's the he's that. Now you now your tits stains all over this girl's stage. Take your ass on. Go please. Sheesh. Speaking of women in hip hop, Amika, come here, come come sit next to me. Let's talk about it. I feel like I feel like she needs somebody to talk to. I don't feel like I want to talk about it. <laughs> Like a tired boss. <laughs> I think Nikki has had a hard ride. I have been, I have been one of the main people riding for Nikki this year because I feel like Nikki has had a hard year. Same. I, I've been trying. We can't sit here and say that there wasn't an agenda to get Nikki to fuck up out of here. There was absolutely a whole lynch mob formed against the queen. But we also can't sit here and say that she's not assisting the lynch mob at this point. Oh, she is. She is leading that bitch at this point. Pitchfork in hand. <laughs> Motherfucking khaki pants, pitchfork, tiki, tiki torch from Party City. I have an answer front. for everything. Every, everything that she has done to this point, I've had an answer for it. Until now. Now I'm just like, what are you what are you doing? Every time I we open the Instagram feed, we literally say at the same time, what is Nikki doing? The fuck are you doing? What, what are you what are you doing? And the name of this segment was What's Eating Nicki Minaj? And my answer What is eating Nicki Minaj? It's Kenny. He must be eating it very well. <laughs> And this is why I refuse to believe the woman has never had, had good head in her whole life. Just, that's I don't how she know. My understanding that this ain't even new meat. See, I know new meat be trying to, you know how you get a new nigga and you get act all out of character for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. But this ain't even that, bitch. This is an old fling. This this is a teenage love. Don't don't hurt me again. Like, why are you acting like this? You acting like you 16. You on Instagram dancing like you 16. What the fuck was that? That video made me The video so made me mad because it's like all of y'all done booed up with some niggas and y'all acting like y'all, y'all, y'all a bunch of middle school girls that done decided right. to go to the middle school, school dance. dance and just, and bust it open by the punch bowl. Like what is happening <laughs> in this? <laughs> it didn't look like y'all was having fun. It, it looked like, like y'all was just doing too much. Every time I open my feet, I said, this girl is doing Way too much. It's a picture. What are you trying to prove? Is she trying them. to prove happiness? What are you trying to prove? What you should have been trying to do is hide them from the world because now everybody knows that you're dating a rapist. The fact that I've been through a long time. We we had this conversation long before it even came out. So if my nobody ass was able to look up the information to know that he's a rapist, of course, everybody was able to know that this man is a rapist. And that's sto- the fact that you think that people are stupid. You give a you you gave a story about oh, he was 15 and she was 16 and the parents didn't like him, so they called the police and then he w- this absolutely can happen because I know somebody that this happened to. He was 17, the girl was 16. 
The girl was at his house. But he's older in this scenario. Yeah, in this scenario, he is a year older. And in her scenario, he's the younger he's person. He's the younger one. So it doesn't so it make, didn't any make sense. sense from the jump. So the parents did call the police, and the parents said that um that he was holding her against her will. Kidnapping is a, a funny charge. Even if you say, come no, nah, you ain't going out there. In a way, that's kidnapping. But there was a knife involved. This is what I'm saying. This this was not that story, Nikki. This was like a knife involved. This this was something totally different. And if it wasn't bad enough that the nigga had rape charges, he served time for manslaughter. How many other other deadly sins is you go? I know we commit <laughs> we commit sins daily, but God damn, I might lie a little bit, all of them. fuck a little bit. This nigga just go. You go commit all the deadly sins, murder my nigga. No I mean, sin is bigger than the other sin. So your fucking is just as bad as his murder. She, <laughs> I, I, I know that y'all like to say that, but I know that you know that that ain't motherfucking true. <laughs> In theory, that's true. In practice, that absolutely isn't true. Like, mm-hmm. like what? You you ain't gonna draw the line nowhere. Nah, you know, personally, I I be drawing the line at rape, murder. Like you chill. Like what? Well, Nikki is straddling the line right now. She's sitting on You ain't gonna draw no line. This nigga done murdered people. Skip the line. He done raped people. Like what what what? I'm the last person to judge. And I ain't judge him right now, but I ain't gonna go lay up with him either. Yeah, no. I I like my niggas unraped. Like I don't I don't like them doing rapey things. Don't don't rape people. Don't Don't kill nobody. Like what are you doing? Don't be murderous. Like I like my niggas, you know, pure, unmurderous. I don't know. The nigga go to jail when he's 16. For, and then that's another thing. She said, oh, he went to jail when he was young. I mean, I dated a nigga that went to jail at 17 for um, marijuana. And my mom was like, Monique, you cannot date that criminal. He's a thug. <laughs> so, Nikki, how, how does your people feel that you want to date a whole rapist, murderer? <laughs> I don't think they care enough, man, because I couldn't, I'd be like, friend, can, I, can we talk? <laughs> it, like, I'd probably be almost in tears because I don't, I would, I really wouldn't know how to come at you about it. You know what I'm saying? But you I got know me that fucked up because you have think to be you finna bring. <laughs> I know that I would have to say something about it, but it's like, how do you say to somebody, he killed people? Like. Ooh, you so you just gonna bring Ted money to the motherfucking dinner <laughs> and think we gonna be okay? That's not okay. Well, what if he kills us? Like it's always gonna be. Well, what about us? It's, he might yeah, kill we us. We very self centered people. It's always gonna come back to <laughs> what do we? Gray ain't finna kill me, so I don't know. <laughs> All the time. Uh, uh-uh, nope. Won't be killing me. He can't come back here. You could you could talk to him. Just don't talk to him here. Nah, your friends in there the pond in the river with him and shit, winding up. Whatever the fuck y'all was doing that stupid ass. <laughs> Trinity gal dancing. What the fuck y'all call yourself was doing? We won't be winding shit up with this murderer rapist man. Get me out of here. <laughs> and this is coming from a girl who for the most part stays out of her friends' business and relationships. But bitch, we will draw the line at the motherfucking serial killer. I don't even know how many people kill. That is where we draw the line. That, I can't do it. I can't be that you just date no motherfucking murderers. And rapist. Murder and rape? Like, not one or the other, but both? No. no. Bitch, I, I, we finna get on plenty of fish. 
We, I don't, what's the sugar daddy site? We, bitch, I'm gonna grab, I will grab you by your face and be like, bitch, do you know who you are? Are you aware? You might as well be on love after lockup. Nikki. Like, what are you doing? What is that? What is that website that they be rubbing elbows with? And it's a website that they be using to meet people. (laughs) It's a website that they be using to meet people in jail. Yes. It's a website that they be using. I'm going to, Okay, I'm going to find out the name of it because I'm sorry I wasn't prepared to give it to y'all. But it's a website they be using to like, and it like link them up with inmates. So she might as well go and get on that shit. I just, I, that's what I don't understand about Love After Lockup. How, how lonely are you? I haven't watched Love After Lockup, but from what I know of it, how long, how lonely are that's, you? That's just the point. You don't even have to watch it. Just, you know the name of it. That's all you need. You but it's are... a lot of girls that's like, well, at least I know where he at. At least I know what he, that, that is, is a, sad. a sad existence. I swear to God, my nigga. Uh-uh. I don't give a fuck. If this is how you got to feel, you just shouldn't be in a relationship with nobody because there's no way that you feel like you're, you're secure in your relationship because you know where your nigga at. Cause he in jail. That's, yeah. Like he ain't out with them bitches. He in jail. But it's, alright. Because there's some bitches in jail. Alright. Might not be the kind of bitches that you used to out here on these streets, but it's some it's some in there, so. Not even that. Niggas in jail talk to all, they don't give a fuck who they write, Listen. who they call, who they put on three-way. They don't give a fuck I about just, none of that. I just had this same conversation again last night with somebody. A nigga say somebody called him from jail that he knew from from elementary school. Just hit him up from jail. From elementary. They don't care, bitch. If they recognize your name and it's a way for them to get your notebook <laughs> on or write you, they going to do just that. And then it don't be no, hey, how you doing shit, bitch. They they try to leech on from the jump. So we going to get married when I get out. <laughs> bitch, what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Tyrone. This is the first phone call. <laughs> you bitch, Tyrone trying to lock it in from the beginning, bitch. He proposed on the oh, first Tyrone. call. You a fiance you ain't sitting by the... Purse yet. You ain't made me nothing in jail. You ain't sent me no wooing, nothing. You uh-uh. You ain't getting married. Oh, bitch, we ain't getting you, married right you now. You sitting by the phone on by the second call because he need to have somebody to sit by the phone. Ooh. And they don't give a fuck. It be niggas you don't talk to like... You sitting there like, did I even used to talk to him? Like, I don't even... I can't be your ride or die. So, Nikki, I just, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you, I know it's been a trying year for you. And then that whole rapist thing is hard because what went on with her brother. And I kept saying that you can't keep blaming her for whatever that her brother did. I don't even feel like, well, I guess that was part of me trying to take up for her. Because she never came out and said that she supported her brother. They're like, oh, you support your brother, your brother a rapist. But she never came out and said that. But damn, this even worse because you ain't come out and support your brother, but you you supporting this rapist, ain't you? I could totally believe her mom might have made her go go bail him out. Like this is your brother. She didn't bail him out. The house was in Nikki's name because she bought her mom's house. Mm -hmm. So her mama was the one who put the house up. But I feel like if if she supported this, ain't no way in hell I'm finna let my mama put her house up and I got, money, and I got the money. I just get the money. You, she not about to I'm put not, yeah, her I'm house up. Absolutely so not. the fact that her mom had to put the house up, that's kind of telling. Okay, you're right. I didn't know those details. And then, so there we go. We we exed out the brother, but there's still the case of this Takashi, is what I'm saying. That's the 69, even who is also in the same predicament as the boyfriend. It's like, my nigga, well, how many... Child touchers, are you gonna have around you? I just, I don't, I don't know what's going on. 
Sagittarius women, write into um <laughs> girl, write into the resdo at gmail.com because I'm noticing a pattern with y'all. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna go in on y'all, but y'all, you know, y'all got some shit with y'all. Y'all, your egos, your I don't know. They you don't need know. to be in charge, you don't need to be above people. Write to the resdo at gmail.com and talk to me about that, okay? Gee whiz. It's kind of sad that Drake keep breaking hearts the way that he do. Heartbreaker, you got the best of me. But I just keep keep on coming back excessively. Oh, why did you have to run your game on me? I should have known right from the start. You go and break my heart. Give me love. First, you broke Trey Song's heart, and now I can't get another ready. All I want is another ready, and I can't get it because you broke his heart. Now you got Kanye out here tweeting and oh, go- <laughs> going back and forth. And I know these tweets, like, people want to talk about mental health or whatever. I'm not going to touch on that. I'm not a therapist. I'm not about to sit up here and break down Kanye's mental health. But I do know. That when I wanted some attention from a nigga, I started tweeting just like <laughs> <laughs> you better say it. That's why I know this behavior all all too well, right? And I tweeted for 24 hours. <laughs> and then he responded back to me once. I said, So you threatening me now? <laughs> so that's this this, this that's, that's what you doing? How dare you threaten my mama? Like that's what that shit sound like. Drake texted them people and said, How's the family? <laughs> and it sent this man over the top. Like completely he lost his shit. I don't know if he thought like Drake was working with the mafia and he was coming after the family. I don't I, I don't know what he thought. <sighs> I just don't like that, um, Kanye kind of dig himself into these holes with his mouth. And then when he realized he's losing, he uses his mental health as a crutch. That's that's not okay. It's not okay to do that. I hate that shit. Like that. It's like once a month, right? As I'm, out, as I'm about to get my period, I get really moody. Anything makes me cry. I'm all in my feelings. Anything hurts my feelings. I'm more me and standoffish. But I can't keep using that as an excuse to fight every time it's about to. At some point, you know that you this is going to happen that to this you. this is what's happening. And you need to find exactly ways to, to deal with this. And this is, that's that's where I was going with because this. Because you don't get to go around cussing out the boss and think you finna keep your job. Oh, it was just, you know, I was I was moody yesterday because I was on my period. But it's okay. I know I called you a fat, stupid, honky <laughs> bitch yesterday. But I'm okay today. I'm, I'm myself today. Bitch, the world doesn't work like that. It doesn't. And that's not fair that you keep doing that. You know that you have these mental health issues, but you keep going off your meds and then coming back bragging about being off your meds. Like, what the fuck? What do you want us to say? My nigga, you, you don't get a pass. Like, you're not going to get a pass for coming on here spazzing out on people and then telling them that they, I know she looks up to me, so it's okay. I know that she didn't mean, what the fuck are you talking about? He's, he's like loony. That, that shit is annoying. And it is annoying. And then y'all, 
y'all go and give him a pass. But bitch, when I be going through whatever that I'm going through and I cuss y'all out, y'all block me or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's not mad, I know. You want the Kanye pass? I, I don't like that shit. I want a Kanye pass because whenever I get mad that about say, anything, I got a Kanye pass. Yeah. Whenever I get mad about anything, I cuss people out. Hey y'all, technical difficulties are a bitch, but I was not going to let you go without an episode this week. We were able to salvage most of the episode, but we did have some audio to drop out right about here. So we were talking about Kanye West and his tweets, and then we went into Pete Davidson tweeting Kanye, um, pretty much saying, hey, it's cool that you was talking about mental health. And then he goes into talking about him going through mental health. And that's pretty much where the audio dropped out. So you can pick back up on the next part. Thanks for bearing with us. What, what voice is that? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. That's that's how I read it for some reason. It just sounds so Trump supporter-ish. So then my thing is, Pete, last, well, not last month, October, you did a whole skit and, and the whole joke where you talked about Kanye's mental health. Now it's yay Kanye for sticking up for us. No, fuck that. You can't do this either. You don't get to do this because you want Ariana's attention right now. And then she did exactly what she what he wanted her to do, which I probably would have too because he was making all these. Oh, I'm gonna. I, I don't say I didn't tell you this is gonna happen. Like like he's about to do something to himself. So she goes and try to see if he's okay. I don't want her here. Don't let her. Here. You you knew that she was gonna come. You just wanted this opportunity to turn her down. And that's some fuck shit. I think if if that's what he did, I think that's really shitty. That is what Because she's obviously still trying to get over what happened with Matt. And that's and why it makes it that this, much worse. This is a shitty thing for you to do. Doing that stuff. Ugh. These niggas, that's just like gaslighting, my nigga. That's just as bad. Like, you don't, you don't get to do that to people. And Ariana, honey, I know that you feel guilty about what happened to Mac, but you have to realize that you can't save everybody. You, you couldn't save Mac. And if, and sadly, you can't save Pete either. If he actually has a mental problem, you say a prayer, you hope that he, you know, reach out. Maybe you can reach out to people around him and have them reach out to him, but you're not going to be able to save him. So you got away from him for your mental health. Right. And you don't need to keep running back, calling yourself, trying to save him because it's, it's just, it's not going to work. That shit is manipulating as fuck. That's what you, you tried to manipulate her into running. And and that's what she did. And you knew she would come. And that's what makes it really like fucked up because you use something that's directly affecting her, especially right now with what just happened. I'm like, this nigga is so fucking trash for this. Oh, no, don't let her in. You bitch. Well, the people we discuss, uh, I guess they don't have any coping mechanisms besides blaming everything that they do on their mental health issues. But today's topic is coping mechanisms. I feel like everybody got some healthy ones and everybody has some not so healthy ones. And we're going to get into that and what ours are. The not-so-healthy ones are always the fun ones, okay? <laughs> They're always, like, the best ones. I think I think it's just, just like life is about balance, I think, I feel like almost anything is okay in moderation. I say almost. You know, it, you can't rape in moderation or murder in moderation, Nikki. But you could do a lot of other things in moderation and be okay. Oh, I'm just going to start doing crack in moderation then. No, you're not going to do crack in moderation. You ain't going to do crack in moderation. Pick something else to do in moderation. 
what am I sleep? Sleep is my coping mechanism. <laughs> I I be it's the only way. I have anxiety, and with anxiety, you have a hard time shutting your fucking brain off. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I can't make it stop. It's like when one thing go wrong, I start thinking about everything that's wrong. My nigga, it's like a what is that? It's, it's so <laughs> Why awful. am I thinking about that? Bitch? I, it, it don't even have nothing to do with what's already wrong. But everything starts to run through your mind. It's so bad you can't stop it. Let's say I don't know. Let's say I get a flat tire. Then I start thinking about my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> try to attack my productivity because when my brain is doing that and when I'm, I don't know, when I'm having an episode when I'm depressed, when I'm sad when I'm going through that, I have to shut my brain off and the best way to shut my brain off is to go to sleep but now you think that I'm just lazy because I'm coming in the house and I'm sleeping for hours at a time when really I'm just trying to make it stop and that's what's been happening to me for like the last two weeks nigga, I'm just, I come in here and I just, I'm dead from the time I walk in here until the next day when it's time for me to go to work. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? It's because I'm so anxious and I just, I can't, it's nothing else to make it shut off. So going to sleep, like you said, that shit is very therapeutic, my nigga. It's, it's what I do. I know that people don't understand it, but this is why I do it. And I even, I mean, I think it's a healthy coping mechanism and a not so healthy one because Bitch, I can't just sleep my life yeah, away. You like can't I do that every day. And I, I can't think you do had that not every day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think you were like narcoleptic. <laughs> I could literally just be having a conversation with this bitch and then like go fix a drink and come back and like, and another thing. <laughs> this bitch is dead to the bed. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that can wait. <laughs> Wait until another time. I'll just go. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's what I taught myself, and then I, I can go to sleep very fast. And the reason I can go to sleep <laughs> fast. don't don't just skip past that. Listen, <laughs> listen look, I'm about to explain why I can go to sleep so fast. I know y'all hear how stuffy I am. I have really bad allergies. Okay, 
and I would wake up at night and go into a sneezing fit. And then I would just fucking lay there. And then by the time it's time for me to get up and go to work, I would be sleepy. This is when I would get sleepy again. So I have trained myself to wake up and go into a sneezing fit and then go the fuck back to sleep, bitch. Because I can't just stay up all night. That is so funny. Sneeze. <laughs> I do. Now sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, this is what it is. Now because sneeze. it never now fails. Sneeze. I am going to go into a sneezing fit at night. And then at one point I didn't sleep well at night at all because it's when my allergies got super, super bad. So I didn't sleep well at all. And people just like, why does this bitch want to go to sleep during the day? Because I don't have those sneezing fits during the day. I don't have that. So it's just, I get better sleep. I don't sleep well at night. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, my sinus and shit is really bad, but it's like, it's selective. No, it's every single night. As soon as I walk in the job, I can't stop sneezing. (laughs) I cannot stop sneezing when I get to work. My nose won't stop running when I get to work. I don't know what it is. I think that funky, dirty-ass carpet needs to be pulled up. They need to put a new carpet down because they only clean that bitch every six months. I don't know what they think. This bitch ain't no toothbrush. You need to come in here. You need to clean this motherfucker. (laughs) You need to come in here and replace it right now. But, yeah, that's that's. I, I haven't, sleep hasn't been one of my coping mechanisms because I can't, I don't sleep as much. I, I Lately I have. Lately I've been sleeping like a whole fucking lot. But I've always had a hard time sleeping, especially like when I first got on the medicine, I was up for days. So I became accustomed to not napping and hardly sleeping at all. Now, nigga, I sleeps. It's, this oh, is why I sleep. sleep. And I say that it's a healthy and unhealthy one because I have also learned to sleep when I'm upset or angry. If if I'm in the house or I have gotten angry during the day, I will come home and be like, listen, I'm going to take a nap. And when I wake up, then I'll deal with this situation. Because if I respond while I'm angry, it's never pretty. And that's not okay just to be... That's good. You can't... I can't take words back. And I got to a bad habit of saying shit that I have no business saying when I'm angry. Same. I've, I've gotten better, though. I don't think I'm, I'm half as bad as I used to and be. And I realize that that's not okay. So that's sometimes not. when I'm angry, I can, I, can, I can communicate my feelings that I'm angry. But when I'm angry, I just... When I'm hurt, or I, I feel like I want you to hurt, too... Yeah. I'm going to say whatever comes to my mind. That's not okay. Yeah. So I have learned to just go to sleep. But just recently, I just started going on a tangent. Like, I went off. <laughs> what are you doing with that bitch? How dare you go with that bitch? Oh, this is old? Oh, so this, you're not with? Oh. I'm sorry. I already have <laughs> this thing where I think I'm always always right you're not gonna tell me i'm not right like my nigga when i feel it in my soul in my spirit that, in my gut, it is. i don't ask you not gonna questions. tell me that it's wrong and that is not okay to just go off on people just based off what yeah, i, I think apologize. exactly it's bad communication <laughs> now that said all kind of shit <laughs> i have no business so just to avoid this i'll be like this is a situation i'm not happy with I'm going home. I'm leaving work. And when I go home, I'm going to go to sleep. 
And I'll talk to you when I wake up. <laughs> you say so many so, words. So, yeah, anybody who deals with me know that when I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon or I'm just getting off work and I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep. It just means that I'm really angry. And I don't need to address this situation right now. I need to sleep it off. And usually when I wake up, I wake up with a clear head so I can logically think about whatever going on. That's so adult. That's so great because my anger usually goes like, okay, dot, dot, 30 minutes later, <laughs> another message, 30 I, minutes I later, a slew of fucking messages because you're going to hear every fucking thing I got to say. And that's, that's terrible. And it's like, I, I can't even respond until I go to sleep. So let's say I'm at work at two o'clock and I don't get off to five. I'm going to talk to you later. And then that's it. So I'm getting off of work and I'm going to go to sleep. Now talk to you. It's like I have to go to sleep before I can respond. I can't even, it's not like I can just put the phone down and calm down three hours later while still being awake. I have to go to sleep. My anxiety won't let me sleep. And then being I have upset, to go to sleep. I would never be able to fall asleep. Like I, I have to reach some type of hobbit first. No, I have to go to sleep. I have to feel some type of relief from this. I wouldn't be able to sleep on because it. Because I take words, I say words that can't be... <laughs> taken back and I have learned to stop doing that because I wouldn't want nobody doing that to me. I think I um one of my unhealthy ones would be isolation. I get I like I isolate myself a lot. I literally come from work on Friday, probably like buy some wine and then I'm in this bitch from Friday until time for me to go back to work. Like I won't leave this house. Just because I'm I'm anxious and I just don't want to be around people and I'm locked in a room the whole entire time. And I know that that is terrible. Like, you just, you can't lock yourself in a room. But it's, it helps. Like, when I need to recharge. Um, I started going to the park and I don't even know why I don't do it anymore. Because I've always gone to the park in months spurts and it's that four to six months then after that yep, i stopped so going to the park was a healthy one and it made <gasps> me feel best. like physically mentally it made me feel so much better so, so much why better. why why don't i do it it's like a mental thing because once i get there i feel oh, so great fine. but yeah, i have to, you have get to push there. yourself to get there this is exactly what i have in my notes like my nigga going to the I park was amazing get but getting myself there now that is the tough part my and nigga. i can't I, I say going to the park specifically because it's thinking better. of working out yeah, no, I don't makes like, me anxious yes, because the, I can't do it. going to the gym makes me anxious. The Same. the machines and what I got to do or what am I going to do? Noise, I get the people, and touching and people and sweating and germs. And, and oh my God, God sweating so, germs. Oh my God. Ugh, I can't do it's it. It's too much for me. It's like, I don't know what to do with this machine. What do I do? What am I going to do when I get there? Am I going to get on a treadmill? What am I going to do? I don't want to no, touch that it. Makes I got to wipe everything down. Like, I that can't makes me crazy. So going to the park was just a little bit easier for me. Because you don't have to touch shit. You can walk. You can run. You can stretch. You for the most part, I don't talk to shit. people. You know, once I've been going for four months, people, oh, I see you out here. They want to hold a conversation and shit. But for the most part, I can just go and not be bothered. I don't know about the not be bothered part because it was dope, but then sometimes the neighbor would come out there and all of his... <laughs> okay, that's the neighbor. linen outfit <laughs> with his brand new white fresh sneakers on with a bunch of fucking hot karate on them and run around the track. 
But other than that, that shit was so dope. And then my, my cycle would only last like three days when I was doing that shit. It was amazing. I do. I feel better mentally. <sighs> and I'm, I'm going to, I mean, it's hard now because of the time that I get off and it's pitch fucking dark now <laughs> when I get off. So it's very difficult to do during this time. And it's the time that I need it the most because during this time of the year, I'm stressed the most. Say, I, I have seasonal <sighs> depression. I swear I do. But it's and just it's, so hard to go outside to get to a park because I'm at work during the day. I don't even know how I got that shit here because we don't even got no seasons. Like, that's not right <laughs> to be sad with no seasons. <laughs> but I know that I have seasonal depression and it's it's really ridiculous because I love the holidays. But I just, I don't know how to, like, shake that depression that I feel when it's, like, around this time. It gets a little tougher. I ain't gonna, cause it's always tough, but it gets that much tougher around the holidays, man. I think that, um, another coping mechanism that I have that's, that's probably a bad one is shopping. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm not doing. Filling <laughs> things up in my cart and buying them just makes me feel, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know why that made me feel better. I don't know. Like usually what, makes me anxious is being broke bitch yep that's why i don't being shop. broke it makes, makes me, me anxious. anxious so now i can't shop so what am i supposed to do so this has become really i haven't been able to shop like i used Same. to lately so I, i'm having a really difficult time because my coping mechanism is shopping but i'm broke and i can't shop and shopping makes me broke so what the <laughs> fuck am i supposed to do like, oh I'm my hungry, god! But I don't want to get fat. And eating makes me hungry. And, and, and eating makes me fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy. I love to shop. Like you, you know, I used to have packages. Every day was Christmas. I had packages coming to this bitch every day. I used to shoes and clothes, a shirt. I don't. I just. I don't know. It just made me feel better. And I just. I. I it, it's so great. I love to shop. <laughs> That's absolutely why I don't shop. Like, my anxiety won't let me shop. Even when I, like, I have to really need something for myself to get it. Because I'm just like, if I buy this, I am going to have less money than I have right now. I don't know why I'm like that. But I just know that that it's going to be something else put in that place that's going to take money. Exactly. So if it's not it something with the car, something with, like, some shit is always coming know, up, love, my nigga. I love to shop. Shopping is a coping mechanism. I haven't been able to do it, so I've had to find other coping mechanisms because, bitch, I can't shop because I'm broke. And, I'm, and, and being broke makes me crazy. And I'm crazy because I'm broke, but shopping also makes me broke. But shopping also makes me feel better. So I'm just, I'm in a whirlwind this year because I haven't been able to do it. <laughs> I feel you, queen. Oh my god, so bad. <laughs> One of my um my positive like my good coping mechanisms is writing. Like I be writing it when I like especially when I'm at work and people start getting on my nerves. I like I have a whole I guess like a story and the people at my job are the characters and every time they piss me off, like I I go and I add to it. It's it's really funny actually. <laughs> And if these people ever saw this bitch, <laughs> if these people ever saw this shit, they would really want to kick my ass. But like, that's how I like, especially at work. That's how I deal. Like, I just open that PDF, and boy, it is one bitch that is always blowing up the fucking bathroom. My nigga, if she ever got a hold to that story, okay. <laughs> 
<sighs> but it's it makes me feel so good. And after I go into it and I do like two pages, I'm I'm refreshed. I'm good as new. And I could take on the world again. So yeah, writing is one of my things. The blogging is like I started the blogging to stop sleeping. And it works because I don't come in here and die every day till the next day. <laughs> that's great. So I, I, I think that that's a healthy one. It, it, it gives me a little bit of purpose. It opens some other doors. So I definitely think that that's, that's, that's a healthy one. Well, I have one that's like, I guess it borders the line of healthy and unhealthy because of the rap that I use. But the smoking is, it's probably a little bit of both. It's probably unhealthy, probably for just the, the rap that I, the particular shit that I rap it in, but <clears throat> it makes me, um, I was going to say a pleasure to be around, but psh, I'm a fucking bitch. It's not, I'm never going to be a pleasure to be around, but it makes me tolerable at least. So yeah, I just, I, I feel like I could tolerate people and I hope that I am more tolerable when I am sedated. Um, it makes my, it makes me like my mind shut off. So I don't, I'm not as anxious when I do it. I can concentrate. Yeah. It's just, I've always wanted to try it. Right. But I can't because I'm black. (laughs) (laughs) What? At my job, they drug test me way more than they drug test. Everybody else. And I'm sure it's because I'm black. And the FAA is really strict, so at my job I can't write. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know how much it costs. I don't know if it's costly, but it might it might get in the way of my shopping. So that's gonna be that's gonna be really stressful to have two. Like I can't have two coping mechanisms that cost a lot of money. Ooh. Like I need to cut one of them out. So I just didn't even try to yeah, because don't do it. Don't do it. This time. I, I, I like the shopping, but then what am I going to do when I need to shop and I need to smoke? What the fuck am I supposed to do? I can barely shop. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to pick drugs. <laughs> they always win. <laughs> they win over everything. I, just, I love to shop so much, so I can't have two expensive ones. I hear you, girl. And at least I could keep the job with the shopping right. because it's not against the job, job rules. I need, need the job. job. I need one of those things, so actually. So I, I get my sense. ass kicked out of the job. I can't smoke, can't shop, either one of them. live, or nothing else. So I'm just, me, girl. It's, it's the reason why I decided to leave the smoking alone. I, I do drink wine and at high rates and it disappears really really fast I don't know if that's a healthy one they say a glass of red wine a day is good for you but I usually drink more than one glass cause who, who I drink drinks a lot of glass of wine who, who does that I wish I had some wine right now as the wine fact. just makes me really relaxed I'm a wine girl I, I really it, it's, it's great for sleeping that's like, why wine and girl blunts is in our bio goodness. because it's what we're about it's our All of our champagne thing. glasses are broken. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> All the wine glasses are broken. All the wine glasses are broken. I feel we like had so many. I feel like trash drinking my wine out of any <laughs> old thing. Like what the what wine drinker does that? I'm oh, gonna pick God. up my damn wine glasses. We because so what kind of wine drinker am I <laughs> to be drinking my wine out of Flanagan's cup? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> We always, we got a ton of Flanagan's cups. We love Flanagan's. (laughs) Oh my God. One of my um, healthy ones I have is um, video games. 
So I don't have, like, I'm not no gamer. I'm not even finna. The only time I turn that Nintendo on. Nintendo. That Nintendo. <laughs> turn that Nintendo. That's my mama. My mama used to. We got a Nintendo in the 90s, and that, that Nintendo was a Nintendo for like. 10 years. It was always a Nintendo. It was never anything else. But yeah, um, I have that little Nintendo, the classic. And the only time I turn that thing on, and I stood in line to get this thing too. Anyway, the only time I turn that thing on is when I'm having a really rough day. Like if that, if that shit is on, the day was terrible and it really works. And that's the only time I can really deal with it. Other than that, it's, it's not my thing, but it's fun when I'm anxious. I think makeup is mine. Um, I be in the makeup bothers my anxiety just, for some reason. I just be in the doing eyebrows and it 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 bothers my anxiety because I do a you know I want to practice more often, right? Right. So I do a whole face at nine o'clock at night with nowhere to go. <laughs> but now I'm tired because I get tired out the blue. Like I could be sitting, <laughs> I could, I could be done playing the whole lot of shit. And then all of a sudden, oh. I get tired. I'm taking a nap. But the thing, thing with makeup is you can't just stop and go get in the bed, bitch. You have to take all, all of that all. stuff off your face. Oh, my God. What is the problem? <laughs> you should see me coming in. Can you? You come in from drinking, and then you're just ready to. Oh, yeah. I have to get I undressed. Have to out. No, you have to take all of that makeup off. Because clog pours are not fun you have to take it off and it's like it's torture it feels like it takes forever so i would be like the black trash whore who comes in and doesn't wipe off her makeup oh you are a trash whore because we're, <laughs> no you have to remove your makeup it'll be a stain in my face on the pillow from my makeup because that's how i'm going to sleep bitch i'm going right i'm coming in plop down on that shit and i'm that's it for the night i ain't practicing it is so annoying because i just get like i don't know halfway through the face i got the brows the eyes the it's time for me to do the rest i'm just like "Hmm, okay this was nice but i'm okay i'm done well bitch you have to take all that stuff off so yeah but I, I I enjoy makeup and it does like it'll help me get through whatever it is that I'm going through for that little hour or two hours or however long that I'm doing it. <laughs> I just can't. The only thing I know how to do, I could line my eyes <laughs> and then I could do like an ombre lip. That's well, I mean, I you're supposed to, to have your little necessities. I can do my own. I mean, I've. I have a hit or miss with brows. I can usually tell how my day is gonna go by the way that my brows come out oh, when I'm getting ready to go out. I can tell that what type too of much night pressure. I'm gonna have. Like when my brows be fucked up, I always be like, I knew I should have stayed my ass home. I knew it wasn't gonna be a good night. My eyebrow ain't come out right. I can do my own lashes and brows and stuff. You know, you have your necessities. A lot of times I don't do no whole ass face. I do a little concealer, a little highlight and going on about my business i would never be able to do my eyebrows jesus christ i can't do it it's just just even thinking about it is okay let's move on it's just a lot so my next one coloring coloring is my um one of my positive ones because it is so relaxing. I can't color for shit, first of all. I color really well, <laughs> actually. And you're right, coloring is relaxing, but it's not something that I just that I do. 
But I think I probably should start doing it more often. I'm actually pretty good at it. So what I do is when I'm at since it's slow at work now, I've been printing out coloring pages. Oh yeah, I used to do that when I used to work overnight at FPL. <laughs> the only thing I need to do is remember to go buy me some crayons because at work we only have colored pencils. I hate colors. Oh my, I was about to pencils. say you color it with crayons, yuck. I hate color pencils. pencils. <laughs> Ew. I love coloring with crayons. No, I color, so color I'm going to buy me some crayons so that I could color at work. Because I'd be bored. What else? Music. I like. Oh, of course. It's free therapy. <laughs> it's you know I see my feelings, so whatever I'm listening to is probably a reflection of how I feel. Like if you catch me listening to Indiari, I might love that nigga. If you catch me listening to Sizzler, Drew Barrymore, somebody might be in trouble. The funny thing about music for me is that I never listen to nothing upbeat. I don't know what kind of depressed ass in love ass. Oh my bitch god! Um, you're never gonna catch me listening to rap music. You're never gonna catch me. I don't care. I don't care if I just broke up with somebody. I'm probably still listening to love music because that's just who I am. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm in a good mood, like if I'm in a good mood and I I, I need to listen to music that reflects that mood. If I'm like feeling shitty. And I start listening to slow shit. It's probably going to make me feel worse. It doesn't do that to me. I'm not like that. Like, I don't know. I'll start listening to, um, I don't know. I might listen to some, some female <laughs> rap from time to time. But I'm just not a rap person. What? Think saying that out loud. Somebody told me, you a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because of how my how I own my feelings, like because I said I sing my feelings and I can explain like what songs make you, you feel just like that bitch said you a cartoon. The cold never bothered me anyway. Just let it go. Let it go. Now I get it. It's like so funny. I'm trying to remember what, what somebody called me some dumb ass shit like a jellyfish or a sloth <laughs> or some shit. And I was just like, well, what the fuck does that mean? He's about, you just like, you know. Uh, oh my God. You just, uh, I was like, what, what kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch called me like a seahorse or a jellyfish Hold or up some now. shit. And I just didn't understand what the characteristics of it was. I was like, why would you call me that? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <sighs> Music is always free therapy, man. Oh, and binge watching. That's my my go-to. <laughs> I love watching TV. I love watching I TV, you guys. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. I can't remember that I'm watching TV. Like, I put on something that I swear I wanted to watch. And I swear up and down I wanted to watch it, and then I get up and go out the house and get down the street and be like, damn, I was watching TV, wasn't I? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. TV is not my thing. The thing binge watching is, I can't watch new stuff. Like I have to really be in the like put myself in the mental headspace to watch something new. I will watch the old shit over and over and over and over. I will watch that same shit every single day. Like I've literally been watching The Office every day. Now I watch Broad City every day. Like I keep watching the same shit. When it's time to watch something new, I get really fucking anxious and it sucks. I have to force myself to watch new things. I it's get really like hard. that. I get like that, but I think I'm better at watching new things than you are. Oh. Like you, you just don't because I, I'm like that too. And it's, it's 
That's why I don't understand how you gonna judge me watching Good Times when you be bro. Nobody's too. watching Good Times though. Good Times. Listen, I do my best writing to Good Times. That's so sad that that's, that's like when Good Times. Some of my best pieces, some of my favorite pieces that I have blogged have been during Good Times. Good Times. Um, Lincoln Heights. Good. Lincoln Heights. Come on, on. Come on, Aspire, and I could just I can just turn it on and watch it. And I love Lincoln Heights. Do you? I, I know all the seasons. Like I seen all the all four seasons, and I just think everybody y'all if y'all ain't never watched Lincoln Heights, y'all go and y'all watch um Lincoln Heights. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. You might as well watch Family Matters. Don't do it. No, no. Go watch Lincoln Heights because it really calms my anxiety. I love Lincoln Heights. And I'm so happy that New York Undercover is getting a reboot. Really what I need them to do is give me a way to watch the old episodes See, because I, I love get. New York Undercover. The stuff that you watch isn't anxiety calming Yes, stuff. it is. <laughs> Good Times was about poor black people living in the projects. If that is not some shit to make you anxious, like, bitch, I'm nervous for them. How they gonna pay the rent? Like, what the fuck? That is not in New York undercover. These niggas is the police chasing around the scum of New York. New York already a dirty city. That's hard enough to watch. Shit, deep down the side, I might be the police. All I do is watch police. Shit. <laughs> I be watching SVU. I, I don't see all episodes of SVU. I but watch SVU over and over again. Pleasure. I feel like I'm the only person that don't watch them Law and Order in SVU. Girl, I don't, know fuck, I don't like you. them shit. I fucking shit. love SVU. Lately, SVU has gotten out of hand. They on here just tripping, Let and me tell you these how. episodes are just, they off the wall, but I love SVU. I have, like, PTSD or the don't don I don't like to hear it. I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, everybody I else gets excited. When I hear it, I, I don't, don't know, know what it is much. about the, the Law & Order shit. Like, I don't know what it is. It makes me, like, I get hives all over my skin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I love SVU. Those are my, and then like I lost my job unexpectedly, <laughs> and all I did—it's funny now—but I was in a really depressed state. All I did was look for jobs. Like it was one point that I had applied for every job in this city. Been there. And people would call me like, "So and so, hot. I know I apply already. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, I apply already. Yep. I know I like." I'm gonna be on Delia's catch. I listen, applied already. <laughs> listen. <laughs> And then that's funny because I was like, you know what? I be just watching stuff like trying to think outside of the box. Like maybe I'm thinking too inside the box. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe my future, because this is how my mind works. (laughs) Maybe my future is outside the box. How much you the people, what, what kind of criteria do you need? For the deadliest catch. What's the number? Like, let me see what's, oh, what's the answer. Ooh, I, I could be on two. House Hunters. I know how to talk <laughs> <for> houses. <laughs> I wanted to be, I wanted oh, to work God. with Dog the Bounty Hunter one time. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> being broke really, you know, it really does something to me being without income. Oh, That's how I know that I have to get to a place where I can generate my own income because being without income makes me crazy. Like, I was ready to reach out to Dog the Bounty Hunter and be a part of this thing, bitch. And I had applied for every single fucking job in the city. It just seemed like nobody was calling me back. Like, I would do nothing but sit on that computer all day and apply to jobs. And my mama was like, Monique, take this money and go out with your friends. Go do something. Don't worry about anything. Just take this money 
And then any money that I got, I will hoard it. Like, bitch, I can find 25 cents. I'm going to need this. So I'm just going to keep this. Because <laughs> I might need to pay something. Oh, like, I was so ridiculous. Ooh, and I was a lot. <laughs> I was a lot younger. My mama was even. My mama was helping. I don't know why I was like that. And I just was like, I don't want to. I don't want to lean on my mama. I just, I need this quarter. I need this 50 cent. And my cousin, like, everybody was giving me money. They gonna, wanted me to invest it. <laughs> I was ready to buy investment property with it's, them it's 25 cents. And everybody wanted me to chill. My cousin would just be like, Selena, do you want to go to the mall? Like, we're just going to go to the mall. We're going to buy things. And she she would give me money. And then we had split up. And then when, <laughs> when we met back up and she wanted to see what I bought, I didn't buy nothing because I wanted to keep the money because I needed it. I didn't have a job. <laughs> What did you buy? Nothing. It's an investment. It was. I was investing my life. And then my mama took me to the casino because she thought it would make me feel better. And I just kept did you all, no, I kept God, all the money. I was so ridiculous. And all I did was think, of, was think about getting a job morning, noon, and night. I sat on the computer. And I was Every day, I would watch New York Undercover, and it's the only time when my mind shut down and I was able to enjoy something or concentrate on something. When you look for that other job, than looking for you never refresh your email so many times <laughs> in your life, my nigga. You live in that email it's, inbox. It was so. It was. I was doing way too much. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I get it, girl. But that's what that's. You got to get ridiculous. <laughs> to get a job in this city. I had to apply to everywhere. How I pay less ain't gonna give me an interview. Like, I felt like I was better than this. Burger King gonna give me no interview? Like, what's up? I know y'all over there laughing about the daily... Like, I was dead ass serious. I know y'all think it's a joke, Everywhere. I know y'all think it's a joke. But I would stop for an hour and I watch New York Undercover. After New York Undercover would come on, Lincoln Heights would come on. And I stopped and I would watch Lincoln Heights. It's the only time my brain shut down. Until this day, those two shows, they still calm me from whatever. Because during that time, that's the only thing that stopped me from being a fucking maniac all day. It's ridiculous. I'm glad you found that. But <laughs> those shows make me so sad. All of them are really sad shows. They're not even perky. Like, how how is that helping your anxiety? It's what the hate you give remind me of. Like, I know that everybody else watch the hate you give and saying one thing, but I watched the hate you give and it just brought me back to, um, look Heights. Cause you know, the, the dad on the hill yeah. and he was in that neighborhood and I didn't want to move out just like Lincoln Heights. So that made my heart pit a powder. <laughs> oh God. I haven't seen that movie yet. I'm going to make sure I go watch it, but I watch stuff. I can't hate watch. Like I like to, I like to laugh. So if I'm watching something, 90% of the time it's because it's it's funny or it's goofy. Some something I can find in it, it's humorous and I'm gonna laugh. I think my problem is that I find humor in all the wrong shit. I hate watch things. I watch things that I absolutely hate. I don't know it. It just it brings me so easily. We told you we told y'all this already. I sat there and I watched Stepsisters and I pointed out all of the racist things that was in it. And I'm, I'm just ridiculous like that. So, 
anything that's good besides seven seconds. I watched seven seconds, but everything else that's good on Netflix, I've never seen. If you want to know what's fucking ridiculous, <laughs> go ahead on the ride to the rest through at gmail.com. I can tell you all the ridiculous shit on Netflix because when I'm Don't cleaning up the shit like that, shit. I sit down and I watch ridiculous ass shit that get on my nerves. I point out all the ways that it's ridiculous. Maybe we could make it a segment on this show. Of ridiculous shit? Yeah. You want to point out ridiculous shit in movies? <laughs> we did that. Uh, we did that a couple episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what I do. I do it. I do it at everything that I watch. I'm like, you know what? Did you notice? And I'm like, no, I didn't notice anything because I'm gonna enjoy this movie for what it is, not for what you done dug up in it. Like my mom don't like to watch movies with me for that reason. Oh my god, man. Okay, we could we gonna figure out some ridiculous shit to talk to y'all about. Play around for it. <clears throat> I think I did all mine. Um, mine too. I think those were my healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms. I guess what we're trying to say is that, you know, again, anything is okay in moderation, but it is important to find a healthy outlet to find a healthy. Life is hard. So <laughs> you got to find a healthy good. way to deal with it because you just can't keep dealing or bottling up aside. Or drinking your life away. Like, you can't keep doing that. So, I encourage everybody to sit down and think about their coping mechanisms and think about how much they do the unhealthy ones versus how much they do the unhealthy ones. And black people go to therapy. Go it's okay. to go therapy. Go to therapy. Pete, I know that you might think that it's expensive, which it, it can't get that way, but you'll be surprised at. Um, ways it is to get around that even your job might offer it i think that that you definitely should just look into what your insurance offers look into what your job offers insurance is shitty but we have the service yeah we have the service we have a service just for that we have the service hard we have a program just to deal with that that alone like you spend most of your day not even with your family you spend a lot of your day with at your job and if your job is just difficult or making you sad or down i think that you should deal with that unpack it don't just think that you're supposed to go to work and be miserable every day very true even though i go to work and be miserable every day i don't want that for y'all hold did that <laughs> this is why so I don't hopefully want it for you don't have to go through that <laughs> let me go through it for you so i can come to Shit. you and tell you how not to have to deal with that so y'all this has been the show i hope you guys enjoyed it make sure you give us some feedback make sure you follow us on instagram at the rents do send us email do at gmail.com i actually check it i checked it this week and y'all ain't send me no emails and then i felt sad y'all want me to be sad and down now i feel go ahead and go to sleep because y'all ain't send me no email in light of some things that took place, I just want to apologize for my energy because I know that it's slow and it is because I'm tired, but I didn't want to skip an episode again. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, you guys. Next time it'll be better. I worked overtime and I'm just delirious. Like I probably, I'm going to have to go back through this episode and, and listen to what the fuck I even said to make sure I don't offend nobody. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, and you know what? I just found out, you guys. So, this little restaurant here on 62nd and 27th Avenue that we call MLK, 
I always thought it stood for Martin the Luther King. And it doesn't. It does not stand for Martin the Luther King. It doesn't. It stands for my little kitchen. Y'all niggas knew that? First of all, them bitches lying. They want to be different so bad. That shit was on 62nd, which is Martin Luther King Boulevard. Martin and that shit Luther stands King. for Martin Luther King. So don't try to be cute. Talk about my little kitchen. It does not. They, them people said it does not stand for Martin the Luther King, Selena. It stands for. Y'all get the fuck out of here. Because I ain't never seen written nowhere my little, little kitchen. My little toe. They kitchen. made that shit up. They decided. They acted like I hop. Remember, I hop turned into International House <laughs> of Burgers. They turned the right into I hop. So now they Maybe acted they like I hop. And they realized that we wasn't going for no motherfucking I hop and went back to I hop. Maybe they, they full of shit. Dug up MLK's old something, and now they they have to. Anyway, we not going for MLK. Martin Luther King, no motherfucking my little kitchen. I want to say thank you to Dashley, Dash and Ashley at the end of my row. They were talking about one of the topics um, from the last one when I brought up how niggas just send you a dick anywhere. She was like, it literally <laughs> just happened to me. <laughs> it literally, I literally just everybody. got a dick. Ooh. I'm so Ooh, glad you brought this up dick. because I just got a dick. I'm I know sick some of, of y'all dicks. getting a dick right now while we talking about it. Shout out to everybody who just got a dick right now at this moment. So we're gonna get up out of here. Y'all know where to follow us by now. I'm gonna put it in the description where I never put nothing at and I tell y'all to come back to that part next week. I'm gonna actually put our handles in the description. Y'all know where to follow us at, right? You can follow me, Lena underscore badass on Instagram, Lena Badass on Twitter. Where can we find you? <laughs> uh Kush underscore lipstick on um Instagram and Kush Dash Lipstick on Snapchat. And we out of here. Bye. Peace. Wrap it up then.